Okay, so testing, testing, one, two, three. Yeah, I'm, I'm recording. Are you there? Are you there? I Jim? hear you just fine. A lot of people had written into me saying, "Hey, w- what happened to the double feature fun pack?" That's true. And I said, well, Jim decided he didn't want to do it anymore. Now, you see, that's just not that's not true. See, I uh, you you as you have with an entire network that we formed a long time ago, you just took it out. As I said, one night you had a little family dinner. You got a little too much to drink. Uh You marched the family fun pack out behind the garage and shot it in the head. Well, this is the, the, the double feature fun pack. And the way I recall it is that uh, you said to me, uh, it's been fun. I've done this for 33 years. (laughs) That's right. And it's time for me to move on. Uh, I want to grow a beard, run around on the beach. So, all right. So, so Jim Ferris. Yes, that's me. Let's introduce each other. Oh, all right. Well, you just introduced me. This is Jim. I'll introduce you. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Jim Ferris, film aficionado, oh, uh, that's uh, pop enough. culture uh, critic, um, sure. and, and uh, all around, your turn. You introduce And me. you are, uh, I think you're the publisher of Random House, and you have a column in the paper, and I think you're on every week on What's My Line? It's Bennett Surf. Well, now we come to the special feature of our show, the appearance of our mystery celebrity. And because the experts would recognize this guest by sight, we've again provided them with those lovely blindfolds. That's just a, that's a picture, what you're looking at on Skype, that's a picture of Theodore Adorno. Oh, oh, Theodore Adorno. Yes. I know yes. you're a big fan of, of Adorno. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he wrote all his books... In a small town in California, and they named the town after his character. Really? What was what town is that? It was uh, Lower Sepulveda Basin. <laughs> okay. All right. So, hey, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to what? Actually, this is a this is like episode zero of yeah. the of the uh, double feature fun pack where reboot. This is the Red Curtain uh, pre-show, the, the, the premiere, the kind of preview yeah, of so it. The preview of the soft reboot of the double feature fun pack. Premiere, yeah. Recast. People, it's an all-female cast. That's right. That's right. We've replaced Doug and me with uh, girls. Yeah. But women. They, they do very girls. good impersonations. Yeah, they'll be great. They're not here yet, but they will be here next time. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it'll be like Melissa McCarthy playing both of us. It's great. Uh, no, I understand it's uh, – I don't really know who it is, but it's going to be great. And I'm really glad that they are going with the all-girls. You know why we're doing it? Be- no. Those girls are funny. And you were re- reluctant to be a part of any of them until you heard this idea. And why, why was this idea appealing to you? It was only because I knew these girls were funny. The thing that I found about that 
Ghostbusters reboot is, I don't think it's very good. Shh. I don't think it was very good. I think they were being very careful not to offend the Ghostbuster purists or whatever. And they would have just made a movie. I think it would have been fine, but they were being so careful. But I think the critics don't want to, you know, they don't want to seem like they're, oh, no women. It's great. So they're, even if it's not good, they're going to pretend it is because they don't want to offend people. Yeah, I think that might have happened. But I don't think the movie was that great. I don't think the original's that great. So it's okay. Excuse you me? Know. What? You're, you're saying you don't think that the original Ghostbusters movie is a, a okay. classic? No, it's, it's fine. I I own it. I think it holds I up. A, I think it's a, it's an, a oh, fun it's movie. I don't think it goes wrong at any point. No, no, it's fine. I mean, it's the, funny. Second, the second one kind of... It wasn't very good, and it sort of shows you how thin the original material was. But the original material was original at the time. and I liked Bill Murray in it a lot, but I really liked Rick Moranis in it a whole lot. I thought he was hilarious. Yeah, it. Rick Moranis is good in that. He's, he's really funny. Yeah. And yeah. There's, he just lives that. That's a living, real person. Oh, I've got a call coming in, Jim. Oh, you? I do, too. Oh, wait. That's your phone. Okay, go ahead. Take that call. Hello. Hi, I'm calling from uh, the service. We're going to have that, that delivered. Oh, oh, well, okay. Yes, well, that's, I'm glad it's okay with you. We'll, we'll have that delivered to your home and we'll have the, the nurse come yeah. and help it install that for you. Yeah. Yeah, we will. Three, I don't even remember, so. Well, you, sh you, you ordered it. You should remember and it's going to be, you know, the catheter is uncomfortable. But this is a trained nurse who's very skilled. Yeah, don't laugh. I, I no, believe that. I know that's laugh, true. It's true. And no, 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 it's not that funny. Oh no, it'll, it'll uh, be. I, you know, we'll see. Okay. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. That's okay. I'm on. I'm on Facebook right now. Thing is, social media platform called facebook yeah i know about that i'm not on it myself i'm on it right now i can tell you what's on my news feed what is what is on what 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 is well, there's a picture of donald trump only as a cat head <laughs> it's on the internet yeah and then there's some people some some uh, natives dancing on an island of course there's a transracial lady who thinks she's black even though she's white Sounds like any day on the internet. Couple me. of bears on an on a hammock. They're fighting on a hammock. Bears, yeah. Bears fighting on a hammock. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I've seen that. Some naked lady butts. See, no, it's not. Uh, yeah, not that's, my. That's on my news feed. And then, uh, <laughs> what network is that? A couple of couple of dogs just kind of <laughs> sitting there in the car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. That, it's a guy nice. from the beauty pageant who made a big mistake interviewing a kid. Uh, and uh, finally, the best thing on the... Oh, yeah, Why the, was there a kid at the beauty pageant? No, no, it's just I'm talking about the host of that beauty pageant where you're like, oh, the wrong lady. Yes. Like, oh, you're Miss America. Oh, no, you're Miss America. That's right. And now there's on my news feed, he's interviewing a, a guy, a, a little kid. Like, he does a kid show. He does a kid show. about his, um, I think it's 
talking to him about his iPod and how well his iPod works or something. I don't know. I don't. And I then, don't. Um, I don't know. Then, oh, of course, there's the the Leggett scandal. You, uh, you know about that? No. What? It, what is that? Um, okay, so Leggett. I don't the know. Leggett s- s- scandal is a uh, the Daily Mail in in the UK. Uh huh. They ran a picture of uh, Theresa May and I don't know some other uh, politician, a lady politician sitting in chairs, and their legs are. You can see their legs. And it says, never mind Brexit, who won the Leggett competition? And who's got better legs? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah it's a big scandal. That's so a big you know scandal. What? You know why? No. You probably wouldn't guess, but that's sexist because it's objectifying. I was going to guess the they weren't wearing underwear. No, they're wearing underwear. Well, you can't tell. They don't. They've, they're both. Tell me right now, are you wearing underwear? Uh Whose legs do you think would win between you and me? I mean, right now, what are you wearing? What do you what do you have on right now? I've got some blue jeans on. Blue jeans. Yeah. So you're like uh, John Travolta in Greece. No, I I would say I, I I'm I'm more like uh, <laughs> uh oh. Uh, I have a pair of uh, pants with uh, I have shark pants. I don't want to hear about your pants. Just okay. keep them on. And I have underwear on under that. Do you have underwear on under your jeans? I, I, you know, that's a personal question. I know, I know, but we're trying to, you know, we want, we want to open the audience into. Who I do. Are. I'm wearing, I'm wearing boxer shorts that were. Oh, you're one of those. Watched. Recently. See, I'm wearing a pair of uh, tidy whities but I ripped them see, when I went to the see, bath. That's exactly why I didn't want to have this conversation. Oh, because now I have to imagine your big ass in tidy whities <laughs> And it's not something I, I really think want. they look. I think it's cute. Well, yeah, but you know you're wrong. <laughs> you're just wrong about that. That's just an error in your judgment. I say, I say, give them. You know, just just fuck them if they can't take my tidy whities But I ripped them open because I was trying to get my oh, my no. heater out, oh. and I couldn't reach in there, and they weren't accommodating. So I ripped the. I don't want to talk about I, this. Is at the movies today. Uh, and then I went to the men's room. So, well, that's, no, that all happened in the men's room. Since you didn't say, "Hey, wait a minute." Hey, wait a minute! I stopped listening when you started yeah. talking about your tidy whities I think hey, it's a great subject. It's I really a great do. setup, but uh, it's no punchline. Okay, so here's the thing: it's a real story. Life isn't always structured like a joke. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? I'm not. Uh, I'm not following you. By the way, so, the management wanted me to tell you that. Uh, the lady Helen Hunt, who lost her purse. If anybody has found her purse, you can go to Helen Hunt for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop! I'm There's really a punchline. Stop it. Okay, so um, so you I'm, wanted punchline. Listen, we're going to try to do a show here, and you just keep talking. <laughs> All right. So stop with the kissy, kissy. Yeah. And let's let's talk about. Because this is not the real show. We're going to do a real show. A double feature is where you run two films on a bill. Right, right, exactly. So that means that our podcast is supposed to be about movies and films. That's right, that's right. It's an American tradition to go out to the movie theater, be uh, well, with your not fellow so much man, 
and ex- have a shared, you know, cultural and fantastical experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, and a lot of uh, single older men like me would go to matinees back in the day, not so much for the cinematic experience, but for other things. But I go for the essence, for the ambiance of the actual movies. You like to watch the pictures. I like to watch. <laughs> no, the, the movie pictures. Movies. What we're going to do, we're going to we're gonna pick out uh, a movie for next time. Maybe one or, or possibly two because of the, the double feature part. We could do two. I have lists of double features right here. While I was waiting patiently for you to call, I started to jot down some double bills I've seen recently. And I'm not glued to, you know, I just thought it would be a launch. Wait, because I know you have lists from the internet. that I have, I have the, the Netflix. Count a lot. Yeah, I know. So what you're... I thought I'd do is I'd pick out two movies from the Netflix. Yeah. Just to get the ball rolling. Well, that's what I was going to do, just reading oh, you go, you, you go. Okay, you start. You start. Krampus and Village of the Damned. Hmm. Krampus. Krampus. That's a that's a horror movie. Oh yeah, they're both horror movies. And the remake of Village of the Damned, the nineteen the nineteen ninety five Village of the Damned. Eventually you will try to eliminate us. We are all creatures of the life force. Now it has set us at one another to see who will survive. That's a cruel sport. Life is cruelty. We all feed on each other, exploit each other in some way to survive. You know who stars in that? Um, uh, Justin Bieber. It's all, it's, 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 uh, recycled theater. It's, uh, Ali, uh, Christy Alley, who was in Star, it was in the Star Trek show, remember? Yeah, she was on Cheers. She's on Cheers, but she was in Star Trek, remember? Yeah, I do, I remember that. Yeah, it's her, Christopher Reeve. It's the movie he did before he fell off the horse. Oh, really? Christopher Reeves, by the, by the time it came out, he was hospitalized. And Mark Hamill. Oh, my gosh. So you got Mark, you got Superman, and you got Hans Dickface, and you got the girl from Star no, Trek. You don't have Hans any, you've got Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, that's right. Got Hans Dick, what do you, what the hell is your problem? <laughs> But I was amazed at that. I watched that the other night. I was like, boy, they – and these were all recycled people who couldn't get work. They were all former stars who were fading fast. No, no, no. Mark Hamill's a big, big star. Mark Sam, no, he was unemployable in 1995, evidently, or he wouldn't have done this piece of crap. But And Christopher Reeve, his career was fine. He had just yeah. done Superman – you know, for his love scenes with Kirstie Alley are still haunting my memory. Oh my God! Did they have love scenes together? No, thank God, no. <laughs> okay, that would be. He has he has love scenes with his Chinese American African wife who ends up killing herself afterwards with suicide because of. Well, he was a, well, he's a man. The night is Dick. That's why. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. So okay. So look, here's the thing about that one. I could I could rent that on the thinger. I could watch that on the Amazon. Yeah, I don't know. All yeah. right. The other one I have Amazon cr- too, by the way. I have Amazon streaming ever, forever for free. Well, I also <laughs> I also have Amazon <laughs> streaming. Forever. Well. All right, so all right, so 
There's that uh, option. I have many, many, many other options. Okay, well, can that I doesn't pick, have to, now, Can I go with for one now? Can it? Can it be my turn for oh, one? Oh, do you want to do that? Okay. Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to. All right, go ahead. That are definitely right. available to me on Netflix. You see the difference. You know what the difference is? Is I have picked these from. I have personally viewed these, and I thought this would be fun. You're just looking at a list produced by a shipping company. But go Netflix ahead. This is not a shipping company. It is. That's all it does. Okay. So the, the Water Boy with Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not really choosing these. They're just sort of popping up on my screen. It's Water Boy and that Polly Shore movie where he goes in the army with Shelley Winters. Yeah. And here's one called Young the Young Off- the Young Offenders. Young Offenders. I think that's a series. Oh, never mind. Uh, that's a move. That's not see, a movie. See, you have to look. At, see, see. Now let's just stop. Let's just stop right now. See, you have to at least know their movies, okay? Don't just read a list of things that are on Amazon. All right, fine. I, I don't want to pick between I don't know the the clays the clean clothes hamper and Waterboy. Okay, Listen, so I have a lot of experience watching movies. I'm a, a movie expert. No, I can tell the difference between a TV series and a movie. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure you can. I I don't. I've known you a long time. Right. I've seen you. You've actually tried to review like clothes in a laundromat dryer. So, all right. So how about License to Drive? Uh-huh. And Silver Streak. Two movies that oh, I've Jesus. seen. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. License to drive. Yeah. License to drive Corey and Ames. Silver Streak. When's the last time you were at the theater? That's Corey Feldman. Yeah, I know. I know what it I was is. 17 years old. And life was good then. I didn't know how good it was. <laughs> life sucked then. 1987. Terrible. 1988. And, uh, and, and Silver Streak, I was just a Silver, wee tot. I, uh, was a wee yeah. tot. Yeah, Silver Streak. I saw that at the Pan Pacific Auditorium. And, and it stars two now, you know, late, great comedic talents. That's right. Talents. It'll be uh, Gene Wilder and Rosemary DeCamp. No. Gene Wilder. I'll get it. <laughs> Gene Wilder and no, Irving Palmer. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Gene, I got one of them right, right? 20th Century Fox presents a Frank Blinds presentation. Silver Streak. Starring Gene Wilder, Jill Clayburn, Richard Pryor, and Patrick McGowan as Devereaux. Where are we going, little friend? You've got a dead engineer in a runaway train that's going to hit Chicago in 15 minutes. By plane, by train, by the edge of your seat. It's the most hilarious suspense ride of your life. Nothing can stop Silver Street. And Richard Dawson from Family Feud. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, it was, no, it's, it's, uh, it, uh, let's see here. <laughs> You should know. It was Gene. You were weak. No, no, I've got it right in front of me. I've got it right in fr- Look, front of me. While uh, you're trying to find it, second. I'm going to tell the audience a little secret about you. So just keep looking. Yeah. I have traced every movie he ever mentions to him being sick at home watching HBO in the 80s. So keep that in mind, folks. 
Okay, let's go back now. What do you think? All right. It was it was Gene Wilder and Garrett. Oh Moore. yeah, he was hilarious. All right, so we could okay. Those are my two picks. Your turn. <laughs> what do you think? Shall we do no. those? Silver Streak. <laughs> no. Tree of Life and Knight of Cups. It's Tree of Life. Is that a Werner Herzog movie? No. I only watch Werner Herzog movies. <laughs> oh yeah, that's why you picked Silver Streak. He was an advisor on that movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, okay, Tree of Life. Terrence Malick's Tree of Life and Terrence Malick's Knight of Cups. It's two films directed by Terrence Malick. He's a movie director. Who? I am a, a film expert. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I Tree know. Of, Tree of Life is available, but I'd have to rent it. It's starring Brad Pitt and Sean Penn. That's right. And uh, then what's the other one? The, the Life of Cups? Knights. No, it's Knight of Cups. Knight of Cups. K-N-I-H-T. Oh, Knight. of course. Aha, funny. Knight of Cups. Okay, Knight of Cups. Knight of Cups is available for free on Amazon Prime. There you go. So that's a, it's a visceral journey through the eyes of an uninspired screenwriter living in Los Angeles. That's true. But you must see both of them, and you have to see them in that order. Because right. Greedy Knight of Cups is kind of, in my mind anyway, is sort of the continuation of of, of things that are going on in, in Tree of Life. All right. Well, Tree of I'm, Life is one of the most fascinating movies I've ever seen in my whole life. Wow. Really? Yeah. Better than Clerks 2? Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's – because it has such an interesting structure and it's talking about so much and the way it is such a bold and gutsy move to structure the movie the way it is. You're introduced to characters and then you go away and you come back to them. But something happens about a half hour into the movie where you're just like, wall. Oh, okay. So, okay. I stopped listening, but here's the thing. Um, we could, uh, watch, um, I have I many found, more. I found a couple, a double feature I think would be good for me. Yeah. That I'd like well, we should see. watch the same ones. No, yeah, I know. But here's what I'm suggesting, suggesting for you and me to watch. Mm-hmm. Not not necessarily together in the same room. I might want to watch these in private. Oh, oh. Nymphomaniac, volume all one. All right, all right. Now, first of all, no. I just want to stop you. It's not first of all. That's the end of the list right there. I don't know. The second one. Blue is the warmest color. I don't even want to know. It's a lesbian movie. I don't know. CC no. 17. No. no. Three hours. No. <laughs> God. I... All right. So Nymphomaniac, the volume one and volume two are also both available. No. 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 See, no. I know what you're doing. You're trying to get in one of your little, one of your little hoo-hoo, one of your small... Well, what you're doing is you're letting your small head tell your big head what to do. That's never my, a good my idea. Head is perfectly normal sized. I know. Well, have you seen the Nymphomaniac? No, I haven't seen the three hour movie about Nymphomaniacs. No, I have not. No. You know, it's controversial, cerebral, and steamy. Is that right? Is that right? That's what well, the, the listing says. And you know how many stars it has on Netflix? Four? Guess how many? Four is your guess? Four? Guess a little lower than that. Two? Guess a little lower than that. Half of one? It's like one. One, one. star on Nymphomaniac. People don't tend yeah. to like the volume one. Let's see what they say 
about the volume two. Volume two. Oh. Let's see if I can find the area of volume yeah. two. Oh, that also has one star. Wow. This sounds like a blue is the warmest color. It has three stars, though. Gee. Oh. Three hours, three stars. A star for every hour. Okay, your turn. You're, you tell me what you'd like to. All right. I have so many interesting double bills. Here's one. Ride the Pink Horse and Juke Girl. See, now those sound like the kind of movies that maybe I would want to watch. Juke Girl. Juke Girl and Ride the Pink Horse. Ride the Pink like Horse. That. Ride the Pink Horse is a film noir that takes place in New Mexico. is great. Ride the Pink Horse. Yeah, it's Robert Montgomery, a former movie star, and he wrote, he directed the picture himself, and it looks great. It's got a lot of neat... Okay, yeah, it's, it's, it's available for rent. Uh, I could rent it from Amazon. And what's the other one? Juke Girl? Juke Girl is stars Ronald Reagan as a fire, as a fiery. Oh, uh, really? He wants to organize. He wants to organize the illegal workers into a union. Oh, my gosh. 1942, oh. I think. Yeah, 1942. Oh, my gosh. Terrible. Just a terrible movie. I suppose you want to put a flower in my hair and marry me. Why not? Hear that juke in there? That's my racket. That kind of noise will always stand between you and me, Steve. You go back. You belong there. I don't. I miss I miss the Gipper. I miss him, too. God, I would take anybody now except for what we have. I don't miss him because I want him to be president. I just sort of miss oh, him. Oh, I would want him to be president. I'd want to be president in his mental state now. Now, see, I think you're overreacting. No, I don't think so. One more, one more from you, then. Oh, gee. Well, okay, I got. I, okay, I have. Uh, I'll let you pick between the three. Okay. 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 It's uh, Green Lantern and Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Dream Child and What Dreams May Come. I know you probably saw that because it was on HBO in the '80s when you were sick. And Boy Eats Girl and Blood Diner. Dream Child, 1985. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the true story of Alice in Wonderland. That's right. You know, I don't think I did see this. No, no, the other one. What Dreams May Come. Oh, That's what, interesting. What Dreams May Come. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did see that. Thank you. I saw that in my double bill. Dream Child and What Dreams May Come. Uh, uh, Robin Williams. Robin Williams. Oh, Lost in a nether world of technicolor dreamscapes. Let's just take a moment to talk about Robin Williams. All right. Because, you know, he's been gone for, what, two years now? Uh Uh-huh. Something like that. Something like that. And uh, one of the things that uh, you you kind of forget about him is how much he made, how many movies he made, how much he worked. Oh, yeah, he worked a lot. And I was thinking about this the other day, that there are two people that come to mind – their stock really fell after they died. Robin Williams is not a popular guy to highlight in old movies right now. I think the audience still has a negative because of the way he died. Oh, really? Because I thought he, um, people really mourned his death, and they and they they kind of there was a they big, did, but big now, bump in like his stock uh, because of how he died. They don't even mention Robin Williams' name on the, on the on box. The, on the DVD box? He's one of the others. Wow. Who do they mention? Oh, I can get the box. Wait a minute. Here, you you pad for time. I'll get the box. <laughs> I 
Maybe I'm not in your heaven after all, girl. Maybe you're in mine. Here it is. Here it is. It's Universal has four movie marathon, and they have different titles. So this one is the Heartbreak Collection of four films. And the four films are Bruce Willis in The Story of Us, Robin Williams in What Dreams May Come, The Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, and Meet Joe Black with Brad Pitt and Anthony Hopkins. And here's what they say. Four times the drama starring Brad Pitt, Anthony Hopkins, Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet, Bruce Willis, Michelle Pfeiffer, and many others. <laughs> oh. yeah. I went, it's just poison. And because there's a because it turned out that he killed himself because of an opioid reaction. And I think the audience, I think people I've noticed uh when they brought back Aladdin uh, on Blu-ray and DVD when they re-released it, they never mentioned his name in the ads. They just say, oh, it's a Disney classic, you know, and all this. But they never mentioned it's Robin Williams. I think it's just poison. I, uh, now, see, now, what I've heard was that that the reason why he committed suicide, it's really almost three years ago now, was because he had uh, Louis body dementia. That's not an opioid. No, but that's what was reported at the time. I talked to somebody who said, you know, that kind of made me feel depressed. It let me down. He let me down. He wasn't dealing with his problems. He's got all the resources and money in the world, and he let me down. And I was going, I wonder if fans feel that way. And then I kept seeing, like, Aladdin was coming out, and they never mentioned him, never mentioned his name. And then this collection came in the mail, and I looked at it and went, and many others, really. I mean, they literally mention every star in every movie but him. Well, my understanding is the truth about this. And I listened to an uh, uh, interview with uh, Bobcat Goldthwaite on a, another podcast, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. And, mm-hmm. and he, you know, he talked for at length about this. And Robin Williams was suffering from Louis body dementia, which, you know, it's I guess it's not like Alzheimer's exactly, but it – it distorted his. He was in pain, and it distorted his his sense of reality. It was it distorted his whole experience of life to have this Louis body dementia. He didn't. He was racked with paranoia and problems of of all kinds, and I think he did it uh, to try to. I don't know why he did it exactly, but he did it in response to a real illness. It, you know, we, you and I both worked on. This is this is not where I expected to go, but you and I both worked on. Um, uh, death of dignity, and 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 I would say that this is in that domain. Yeah, I think did. so. I don't. I do not hold this opinion of him. I've noted. I've noted it reflected elsewhere. Yeah, they just. It's like it's not. It's like you're getting this package of '90s films, and none of them star Robin Williams except one of the four that. He's yeah. one of the many others, you know, and it just went, boy, I just don't think, I just don't think right now he's popular. This happens with movie stars. It happens with public figures. They become, they kind of regain the public interest later, but there's a period, kind of a shallow or silo period where it just, people, I don't want to see him. It makes me feel, and I think that's part of it. He made all these, you know, Mr. Flubber and, Captain Hook and all these movies and 
if you see them with your kids, it makes you feel sad maybe because of what happened to him. And you just don't want to feel sad when you watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I, I, right after he died, I, you know, of course there was a lot of interest in his work and, and I, I kind of looked back at some of the films I knew pretty well and they, they really hold up. But the thing about his work is that there are maybe what a dozen movies that he's in that are like memorable yeah. movies that deserve to be held on to and, you know, cinema history or whatever. And I like, yeah. uh, maybe that's overstating it a little bit, but Goodwill Hunting and, and, yeah. um, uh, Good Morning Vietnam, maybe, and oh sure, and, you know, and Aladdin is a great performance. And Aladdin, but Aladdin's not really Robin movie, Robin Williams movie, although it is. But it's you know, it oh, really on. is. I mean, it really, okay. you know, it really is. And sometimes those I watched recently. I watched uh, Dragonheart, and Sean Connery does the voice of a talking dragon in that movie, mm-hmm. and everybody else is live. It's a Sean Connery performance. It really is. It's a great Sean Connery performance. So. Yeah, and he did some other movies that are really solid too. I mean, actually, one of his the one that Bob Gold, uh, Bobcat Goldthwait directed, World's Greatest Dad, is dark and especially considering the way Williams died, yeah. it's sort of tough tough to watch in a way. But it's a good solid dark, you know, black comedy. I cool. I, I just but there's so much direct that he made. Um, but yeah, he, he just did it. You know, he was just oh, working. Patch Adams and you know Doctor Who, Who and all this. But and then there are movies that you never even you wouldn't even remember. Oh yeah, that's true. And a lot of movie stars, I think there are just some that they just. But what dreams may come also deals with a lot of material about savoring life and keeping it going and not trying to give in and 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 you know what happened to him in the long run and it must have rang true because I know he was battling those demons throughout his life it must have been material he was somewhat drawn to you know I watched uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in a movie he made uh, over a decade ago about a decade before he died and it's about a guy who has a gambling compulsion it's a great movie Canadian movie but I bet he was I bet he was drawn to the material. And there's another guy that his death seemed so uncaring to the general audience. People don't like to think about they, they're not revering his work right now, even though he was a great actor and a wonderful Academy Award winning star. It's not exactly a, a big selling point. It takes a while for people to kind of wear that that shock of that off because here's a guy who won the Academy Award. He had all these great films. He was working in theater, seemingly a life, you know, a wonderful life. And he was battling a heroin addiction throughout all of it. And, you know, it's funny. There's a, an artist named um, Francisco Woodman mm-hmm. who committed suicide at the age of 23. She had made, she'd done a lot of photography and, um, I think the reason she's still remembered and sort of made the grade for at least short-term art mm-hmm. history is because of how she – well, the combination of two things. She uh, she committed suicide. So she's mm-hmm. a tragic figure. And she took a lot of selfies of her nude. It's interesting. And that's why she's one of my favorite photographers. See, I think it's interesting that musicians and some other artists are almost the revered, revered- – there was a, actually seriously. There was a, a a writer who we I published at the little publishing house I worked for, who in January uh, took his own life, and since then um, everyone is 
more interested in his work and talking about him, I would yeah. say it's gone up by a factor of 10. Um, and uh, in a way, I look at that and go, you know, you're a successful writer when after you die, yeah. uh, you know, your work sells even more. Well, <laughs> so. That's the that's the I mean, I you could actually say that's the real Da Vinci code. I mean, that's what happened to great artists throughout their careers. They they really saw the success that their art would bring in their lifetime, you know. Right. Right. Uh, Philip K. Dick kind of got a feel for that, but he certainly didn't have. Yeah. He's, he's much more uh, revered now than he was when he was alive. I think. Yeah, that's true. That is true. And and uh, but why is that the case for those? I guess when you when you don't watch them, you just experience. I don't them know. Through the it, I don't mean to be too pop philosophical, but I think it's kind of cool, particularly in music, if you kind of commit suicide, like Kurt Cobain. Uh-huh. There's and that becomes sort of an ongoing mystery. Uh, Jim Morrison's death has always been tainted. Even Elvis Presley in this sort of are they really dead? And there's these cults that kind of come up about wanting them to be alive. They kind of will them back to life in a way. But I maybe it's because it's visual. But when art when actors go, they're gone. And and if they ended their own life or it was kind of a of a tragic death, I think people just. You can't – I've one of the things that happens as you go through life, as you get older, is that there are setups through your early life. There are little areas that seem very private, TV shows or little records or artists that you like or stuff. And those are like little time bombs as you get older. Instead of bringing you happiness when the outcome of that happens – Sometimes it's just playing a song you heard when you were dating or mm-hmm. something reminds you of a sad time in your life. All of that great stuff turns on you and becomes kind of melancholy or sad. And movies have such a blockade of visual impact that it's it's just easier to say, I don't want to see that right now than it is to go through some of those emotions that might occur, I think, maybe. Do you think that happens even if no one in it has died a tragic death just as time goes by your Yeah, as time goes by, there are little it's it's like a minefield of emotions that you don't realize you're planting through your life. You've got these little areas that always bring you cheer or happiness. You know, I I knew a kid well, I'm like this to a degree, but I knew a kid who loved Disney. And as he went through his life when he got to be sort of middle aged just the sight of movies he saw or pictures reminded him of that time, reminds him of a childhood gone or a younger life that you didn't get to explore. And maybe the magic you thought might happen in your life is turned on you. Because if you invest in those messages and images and they don't turn out the way you think they are in your head, even if they turn out, you may not be aware of it because they turn out differently. It can be hard to deal with those, those feelings.
George Lucas has only made like six movies in his whole fucking life, and that ain't one of them. Uh, I like them all. Yeah, do you? Yeah. I I like American Graffiti and American Graffiti 2. Never liked American Graffiti, and he didn't have anything to do with American Graffiti I like American Graffiti, the special edition. Yeah, yeah, I do. I I always like what I like to do is pop up some corner, watch American Graffiti two and Jaws two. I just mm. American Graffiti the special edition where they have all the CGI effects put in. <laughs> that should make it better. Yeah, Wolfman you know, Jack George is Lucas really is a wolf. better when it's updated. And Howard the Duck and and then there's what what did he do? Back to the Future two. Okay, so all right, so uh, uh. You're the host. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. We're co-hosting. Yeah, I know. I know. But, but you're you're trying to make. See, here I am trying to go. Oh, he's the host. He's trying to come up with a thought. I will leave him to it. I'll let him do it. Uh, right, then you criticize me. Uh, you get. You know. You're just. <laughs> so all right. So my final. So it's two Krampus. Three. Krampus and Village of the Damned. Is that right? No, we didn't agree to that. Oh, okay. Uh, right. I was thinking maybe what dreams may come. Oh, and Dream Child? I don't know about Dream Child. We don't, maybe we'll just do one movie. Well, if it's a double feature, shouldn't it be a double feature? Yeah, but we, it's a double feature fun pack. That gives us a, <laughs> That's right. It gives and us it doesn't have leeway. to be fun, it doesn't have to be packed, and it doesn't have to be double. You're right. You're right. <laughs> the DVD is what I could get for Dream Child. I can't get that. I don't see it anywhere else. But uh, What Dreams May Come, I can rent, and it's uh, – it looks depressing as hell. It's got this guy, Robin Williams, who killed himself on the cover. 